0: Valiant Women of the Vote. Refusing to be silenced is the 2021 National Women's History Month theme. The theme captures the spirit of these challenging times. Join me this month as we celebrate women doing the thing. This month of March, we'll have a host of interviews by ladies who are out there killing it, who did not give up, are resilient, and are killing it on and off the pavement. First up, we have my friend, Teresa. Teresa James is a mother, educator, and runner. She has been raising children for 30 years and has four sons, David and Daniel, who are 30, Excel, who is 18, and Robert, who is 16. To support her work and honor her spirit, Teresa meditates, practices yoga, and veganism, knits, cultivates a vegetable garden, and bakes. She began running at 48 years old And that activity has become a passion. To date, Teresa has participated in five half marathons and one full marathon. She is an awesome lady. And I hope you enjoy today's episode as we kick off National Women's History Month. Hey, hey, welcome back. If you are new to Runners University Women's Guide to Running After 35, Thank you for joining me on this episode as we kick off Women's History Month for the month of March. I'll be interviewing uh, ladies that are out there doing the thing. My girl Teresa is up first, and I'm so glad that she is joining me on today. How are you doing, girl? I'm good. How are you? Doing well. I know we're at at the time this recording. We are in the midst of probably one of the biggest winter storms we had. Here in Indiana in a while, so everybody is <laughs> doing doing the virtual learning thing and uh trying to stay uh warm and out of all this cold yes, so won't you tell us a little bit about um you know a little about yourself and about your exercise or your your running and, and health journey
1: okay well, a couple of years ago i um I just, I had, you know, just like all of us do, I think, you know, some of, I shouldn't say all of us, but a lot of times we, over the course of our lives, we just kind of put ourselves on the back burner. And then at some point we're lucky enough to realize that we have, and we make a decision to try to move ourselves up. So I was kind of just hanging out one night looking at Facebook and I saw someone um, talking about their health journey and she was now offering personal training services. One of my sorority sisters, and I decided to give her a call and that kind of got me started. Um, and I had to make a decision that I was worth the money that it was going to cost to hire a trainer that I was worth it. Um, Mm -hmm. and I did that in that moment, I said, you know what, I am worth this. And so that began, um, with me just putting my health first. And so I started just by going to the gym three times a week and working with the trainer. Then I increased my movement to like walking or getting on the elliptical machine. So I was exercising five times a week. And um, as I began walking, one day I was out walking and I said to myself, I wonder if I can run to my house. <laughs> and <laughs> that kind of got me started. And, and there, you know, there was some, a lot of, I want to also include the fact that, that, that there was the physical activity, but also there were some changes in my eating habits as well that kind of coincided, which I think that when you begin one, the other kind of follows because mm-hmm. your body just starts wanting different things. And, So I started looking at nutrition and how that impacted kind of my ability to do things. And I tried to eliminate some things from my diet. Um, I'm already, I'm vegan and I have been vegan for a while, but I was the kind of vegan who still ate Oreos and Nutter Butters (laughs) on a regular basis and (laughs) and pretzels and a lot of starchy things that weren't nutrient dense. And so I started looking at the nutrition I was taking in and trying to eliminate some of those empty calories. And when I did that, Interesting things started happening to my body. A lot of inflammation went away, and I was able to do things mm-hmm. I hadn't been able to do before. So, my gym, what I was able to do in the gym changed. And then that's when I said, Hey, I wonder if I can run. I hadn't been able to run. I was an athlete in high school, I hadn't run in 30 years. So, running that little distance from like probably about a half a mile from my house home, I got in the house, and I looked at my kids and said, Y'all, I just ran home. And my son said, Why? <laughs> 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 That was the beginning. Me running home uh, one time and I told my trainer about it. She said, well, you know, they have an app, Couch to 5K. You should download it. And that's how I got started. I downloaded the app and and just began with Couch to 5K.
0: Gotcha. So what do you think kind of that turning point was for you when you were, you know, really began to focus on. Your health and beginning to run. I know you said you scrolled through and saw, you know, sorority sister on Facebook. Were there any other challenges that have been going on in your life? You were saying, okay, it's it's time. Any other triggers that you remember?
1: Well, yeah, I kind of it was it was I was in the midst of a crossroads period in my life where, um, you know, my kids were getting older, so you know we we focus a lot of attention energy, energy on our kids when they're younger. My kids were teenagers. So they were becoming more self-sufficient and I was going to have to start kind of letting them go. And I, I had time, um, that I didn't know what to do with them a little bit, you know? So mm-hmm. there was that just, I was at a point in my life where I was going to be transitioning from being a very hands-on mom to being a empty nest mom. So I'm, and I'm still in that transition process. But as a part of that, um, I also, I think, I also um, was learning how to be kind of. I had, I had been divorced for probably about a year at that point, and just kind of the healing process that comes along with that. I was at a point where I was kind of waking up, you know, because I think you're kind of numb and trying to navigate things at first. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of waking up and and getting, having gone through that, and kind of in the process of healing, reanalyzing kind of my life and my self worth. And this is going to sound silly, but A haircut had a lot to do with it. I decided I. It sounds really crazy, but that kind of was the beginning of me realizing I was worth it. I went to Chicago. I got my haircut, which sounds really bougie and really extravagant. (laughs) Wasn't really, but it was kind of when you say it like that. And I was like, you know what, I'm I'm worth this haircut, and the I'm worth it kind of carried over. I was like, well, if I'm worth this haircut, what else am I worth? Mm. So I started looking at my whole life and what I had prioritized. Um, And I found that, as I said, I had prioritized everything else except myself. So I thought, okay, well, if I'm worth this haircut, maybe I'm worth hiring a trainer. Maybe I'm worth buying organic fruits and vegetables because I'm vegan. Maybe I'm worth buying running shoes so I can run. Maybe I'm worth a lot of these things that I haven't been allowing myself to do. Maybe I'm worth taking care of myself and Seeing where I can go from there. So yeah, I it sounds crazy. I don't know if it was the divorce, the kids getting older, or the haircut, but all those things kind of coincided (laughs) (laughs) and um kind of set me on this path.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, well, girl,
1: you are worth it. Hey, we'll save the
0: haircut. You know, changing your (laughs) hair can change, (laughs) can definitely change some things, but you know, when you were talking about focusing on the kids, focusing on all the other things out side of us. And then we put ourselves to the wayside. That is something that's a common thing that's seen in a lot of women. And then we're trying to, you know, dig ourselves out of different many health crises that are come up or our body's way of saying, guess what? There's something going on. Mm -hmm. And we just ignore it. Like, I got to stay with the kids. I got to do this. I got to run from this event to that, or this community, this, and then we're taking ourselves out. And then all of a sudden we go to the doctor and they're like, oh no, well, you have high blood pressure you're a pre-diabetic now, um, let's put you on cholesterol medicine. And now it's the whole host of the sick care model that we enter. And because our body had been giving us those alarm systems and many bells that we had just been pushing to the side. So Absolutely. it's very important. You know, I, I think had it's very that. important. I
1: had, I, I had a pre-diabetic kind of thing happening at one point, um, where they were concerned. And fortunately, because I was vegan, I didn't have a lot of the other health issues that a lot of us have in our community. But just being heavy, I was about, at one point, I was about 280 pounds. And so at that level, then those things do Mm -hmm. accumulate. So yeah, just neglect will will take us to that where we're, like you say, now now we're intervening with medicine as opposed to doing things to just take care of ourselves.
0: For sure. gotcha. Okay. So I know you mentioned your trainer. Do you have anyone else as a part of kind of your health squad?
1: I do. I have a whole squad. So with my trainer, she's great. She helps me with strength training. Um, And then I have a run coach. (laughs) Um, Do you? Dr. Letitia Williams, (laughs) who uh, (laughs) actually... Honestly, as I was kind of navigating the couch to 5K, couch to 10K world, that's when you kind of came into my life. And I recognized the value of, again, having support with learning how to do this as opposed to just getting up and going running, making sure that I'm, I'm doing things in a way that makes sense. So, again, I decided I was worth that. I was worth if I'm going to invest in this, I'm going to invest in it and I'm going to learn. How this mm-hmm. all works. I also um, am all about making sure, again, I'm, I'm making sure that I'm okay um, so that I'm able to do all these things I wanna do. So I have a, a chiropractor who I consider part of my little squad. He's great, Dr. Jermaine Ware. And then I also have, um, oh, my trainer's name is Shannon, Shannon Crawford. She's amazing at Chainlink Fitness. fitness. And I have um, a massage therapist who happens to be Shannon's mother. Oh, nice. Um uh, Teresa Harold Ely, yeah. <laughs> um, and she's amazing. Like when I say magic, I don't know if that's enough to describe how good. She literally can touch you and feel where you're hurting. she's she's magic. So those people all together come together and help me be able to do this this thing that really has brought me joy.
0: Nice. Well, I think it's very important to like we were talking about wellness. You know, I think about health squad, wellness squad, something like that. Not just, oh, I go to the doctor when I'm broke down <laughs> and I have this pill and I have that. So it's all about the overall um, taking care of your you know, body inside and out as far as being able to make those changes and going out and, and doing great things. All right. So what does your current kind of fitness or running routine look like? And what motivates you to keep going?
1: Well, currently, um, I strength train three days a week. And the good thing about having a trainer is that it takes the guesswork out of it. I don't have to worry about, am I training this muscle group, right? Am I training that muscle group, right? Is my form okay? Um, Is there something I need to change? What can I do differently if I get bored? She organizes things for me every month things change. Sometimes I go in there thinking I'm going to do one thing and I do something completely different. So, 3 days a week I go see her. Um and then I run 5 days a week. Excuse me. So right now I'm not training for anything. Um but I kind of have this little goal that I have right now of every month running a half marathon. So, my training level is about where it was kind of 2 weeks before my my first half marathon where I run six miles twice a week and then one day a week I run 10 miles. But then I also have like some 5K sprinkled in there. And the reason for that is for a while there was a friend of mine who needed support to help get started. And so I was running to support him. Nice. So I ended up kind of coming five days a week. And so now I kind of I've kind of fallen and I did a streak back in December where I ran every day in the month of December. So those two things combined kind of got me to this five days a week point. Um, but this is breaking news. I am waiting to see if I get into the Chicago Marathon. Oh. I have entered my name into the lottery. So I will find out probably in the next, in March, it is when nice. they announce. I'm not sure what day in March. So I already have a hotel room, so I've claimed it. Okay. So- yes. C- claim it. Yes. Okay. That'll be exciting. I uh, may be training for something.
0: So, yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I like that idea. I have another uh, lady that's going to be doing um, Chicago. I think she did. The, she was supposed to be in it last year. So she deferred to, to this year. So she's she's going to be in there. So that'll be good stuff. Okay. So is, what do you think, what do you think a common myth or misconception about women over the age of 35 that you would like to call out?
1: Ooh, well, they're, they're, we're going to go with a couple of myths. So okay. we'll, we'll start with the health myth. I think that people think that if after you get to a certain age, there are things you can't do. Like I have heard people say that you can't start running after you're beyond a certain age. Like you're, like it's not good for people of a certain age to run. You should just start walking. Um, And... I think that's, that's not true. I believe that if you are giving your body what it needs, if you're taking care of your body, if you're making sure that you're checking in with healthcare professionals and, and making sure that you're okay to run, then you absolutely can run. It's never too late to start. I was 48 when I started running. So I think that that's, that's a myth. And just in general, I think there's a myth that we slow down or that we're, we're not just in life in general. Like we're, we're not sexy. We're not, you know, desirable. We're kind of now moms and matrons in the movies or whatever, (laughs) but you know, we're, we're nurse ratchet or we're somebody's mom or God forbid somebody's grandma. Jesus. Poor <laughs> Jennifer Lewis. She's been like the the mom and grandma for a hundred years, and I bet that uh, woman's yes. probably fifty five. Yeah. But she's been everybody's <laughs> mother and grandmother. But we we there is there's that that myth that after you get to be a certain age, then, then there's a certain aspect of your life that kind of goes away. And I think that's when this is like when things are getting good. I ain't got no kids to worry about. So I think that's a misconception too, that we're no longer sexy or no longer able to have fun in the way that people think. Like we're supposed to all just go somewhere and sit and knit. It's <laughs> not a thing. Although I do knit, but yeah, you do. I'm not just going to go somewhere and sit and knit. <laughs> I was going to say, that's going to be a problem because
0: in a little bit, I don't, I don't know how to knit. So. <laughs> we be really broke, really broke down. But yeah, you definitely bring up a lot of, good points that, you know, people don't realize that you can have your best years of exercise, running and fitness forties, fifties and, and beyond. There's no signal that all of a sudden shit turns off on our body and says, all right, you're done. You know, you can't start anything hey. new. You can't do this and you can't do that. That just happens. You know, some people believe that. And now they set in to resolve that that happens. And they think that's part of normal aging. And part of normal aging isn't, okay, you have to you have increased weight, oh, you have arthritis, oh, you have this, this, and that, and I'm just going to be resolved to having it, and that's it. So, very, very difficult. But I like hearing someone else say that, guess what? You don't have to, it doesn't all have to end. And like you said, you'd be ready to live your best life with these kids out the house. Eating you you out of house and home, too. right. I'll have money to travel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. people. Of course. <laughs> so basically throughout the process of, you know, achieving your goal or goals that you've had, uh, what have you learned about
1: yourself? I am so much stronger than I remembered. Um, in a lot of ways, like there's a, there's a mental toughness that comes with endurance training, I think. And um, running really long distances, I've learned that I, I am, I'm really stronger than, than I realized um, mentally and physically. And it's, it's fun to watch me be this person. Like it's, I kind of amaze myself sometimes that like I did that. I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm strong. I can take on challenges and, and accomplish them. It's really cool. Yeah. So that's
0: nice. I mean, that gives you another boost, a sense of confidence. And then saying, guess what? I can go out there and do the thing. You know, I didn't, you weren't thinking when you were at 280 pounds that you were going to be completing half mayor running a, all continuing continuous running half marathon and completing a full marathon in that in that block of time. For sure. No,
1: I never did. And I it, it, and it's I, I used to tell people I couldn't run. That's what I would say. I couldn't run because of my knees. I had an injury when I was in high school and I thought, oh, I can't run because of it. Not understanding that I just wasn't setting my body up to be able to do it. So yeah. every, every time I run, there'll be times when I'll be running and I will find myself smiling. Mm. There's this song that I listen to on a, but on a couple of my playlists, it's Alicia Keys, Brand New Me. And oh, nice. when I hear it, when she says so some of the lyrics, I'm like, yes. And I just find myself smiling because yeah. I'm able to do this. I am amazed by myself.
0: Yeah, that's awesome.
1: I like that. So,
0: you know, throughout your journey and continuing your journey, you know, what do you, what advice do you have for other women that may feel like they're stuck or they want to accomplish a goal and, and don't know where to start or even have the motivation to do so?
1: Mm, well, you know, I, I definitely think that it's easier with a squad. So, um, you know, start by finding somebody who you can trust, a professional who you can trust to help you get organized so that you're able to achieve your goals and um, start small. I didn't set a goal when I ran, you know, when I first I, I said, can I run to my house? It was a half a mile. That was my first goal was to run a half a mile and get to my house. My next goal was to run a 5k. That's three miles. And that seems like forever when you haven't run in 30 years. But it was a manageable goal. And I knew that there was a, there was a, and I had a, and that's the other thing, get a plan. So I had a goal and I had a plan because my plan said that I was going to be able to do it in eight weeks. I thought my plan was crazy. How am I going to be able to run at 5K in eight weeks? That didn't even make any sense. But the beauty of it is when, when you start from where you are, then you can. I mean, in, in the Couch to 5K program, your first day. You walk 90 seconds and you run 60 seconds. And you just do that over and over again, maybe 10 times. Walk 90 seconds, run 60 seconds. You can do that. You can do that. Everybody can start from somewhere. And so just knowing that that is a starting point, just starting with that and setting these little goals and celebrating them when you do, not with ice cream Sunday, <laughs> but <laughs> celebrating them. Sure. what you do i think is really important
0: yeah that's a, i mean that's actually a good point is that guess what you don't have to go from zero to 100 or get caught in oh I saw somebody else doing this and I'm not going to be able to do that they're on a different journey than what your journey is at at that point
1: exactly so that's exactly. great a marathon sounded ridiculous when i started this like Somebody said something, like when I first started this, I I said that I was going to run 5K. And one of my friends from middle school, when I I ran my first 5K said, oh, I see a half marathon in your future. And I was like, (laughs) girl, if you don't go somewhere and sit down, I look, I just ran three miles. I'm excited. I'm not even thinking about no half marathon. And then lo and behold, I did that. And now I'm doing one a month and hoping that I'm going to do another, do it and planning on doing another marathon this year. And if I, because if I don't get in Chicago, then I'll, I'll run the marathon that's here in Indianapolis. But yeah, so it sounds crazy when you start it. everything sounds crazy until you do it. Yeah, you, you're right. (laughs) You are definitely right on that. Well, let's go into
0: a little bit, our little final fun question. So I'm going to, Quickly go down the line and I'm going to ask this or that questions. So this or that
1: book or movies. Oh, that's good. Um, That's a good one. I'm going to go with book.
0: Okay. Coffee or tea.
1: I'm a tea girl.
0: Yeah. Well, mm, girl, we can't be friends anymore.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm just> like, <laughs> no, it's I'm a treat, saying, but I typically no. eat every day, like I got tea right here right now. I'm a tea girl. Uh,
0: yeah okay it's all, good. it's all
1: good I like tea as well
0: singing or dancing
1: oh in terms of what I'm better at let's go with dancing <laughs> nice <laughs>
0: commando or undies
1: depends on what I'm wearing now this is this is classified information but if it's summertime and I have on a skirt probably commando
0: oh oh yeah well see it's not it's not classified anymore it's do be on the
1: podcast <laughs> Okay. Burgers or tacos? Oh, this is good. As I said, I'm vegan, but I will kill for a good vegan burger. I'm on the quest for the world's greatest vegan burger. Nice. Piercings or tattoos? Interesting. I'm counting right now, and I think I have six piercings and five tattoos. So I guess piercings went out, Uh but I like the tattoos. It was close, but here's the thing. I don't think I'd get any more piercings, but I am considering getting another tattoo. So maybe tattoos. There we go. Okay, we'll go with that. Weird or crazy? Probably crazy. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Nice. Hey, if you're a runner, you do have a little crazy in you. So, (laughs) (laughs) nice. Okay, ketchup or mustard? Ketchup all day. Okay. Netflix or Hulu?
1: Oh. actually probably Netflix.
0: Okay, Netflix and chill. Okay. I like that. Okay, so I like to end asking everyone if they have a favorite saying, quote, scripture, or something you like that you use to, you know, motivate, you know, or inspire yourself.
1: And I do, and it is a Marianne Williamson quote. And it's it's not super long, but it's long. But it's like, I can get it out there. So if you want me to, I can read it to you. Yes, please do. Okay. Mm -hmm. I love this. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? Hey, I don't think there's no other way to, to end it than that
0: way. Yes, that is <laughs> awesome. We'll make sure I'll we'll put um part of that quote who Who is by in the show notes as well.
1: All right, lady. Well, yes, thank that's you. Marianne Williamson. I think I left Marianne, that out. Williamson. Marianne Williamson. Sorry, okay. Marianne. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think
0: you did say it. We'll make sure we'll we'll put okay. that in there. But thank you okay. for joining me and so glad that you allowed me to interview as well. So you have a good, uh, well, I guess it'll be afternoon at this point, And I will talk to you later. All right. Thank you. Hey, girl. Thanks for listening to the show today. If you're new to running or tired of trying to search Dr. Google on the best ways to begin and continue running without giving up or getting burnt out, then head over to www.runnersuniversity.co slash getstarted to grab my bulletproof running guide for women. You got this, girl. Do your thing. Music produced by King Music. Check them out, y'all.